0: This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at the V8 Supercars round number one for 2015 at Clipsall. I hope you'll stay with us. The Clipsal 500 kicks off the V8 Supercar Series this weekend at the Parkland Circuit in Adelaide. And it's going to be an interesting year with Jamie Winkup looking to become a seven-time champion in the series. The man who is going to try and stop him is Mark Winterbottom, who debuted a Ford FGX, the final Falcon ever to race in V8 Supercars and we spoke to him about what the car felt like.
1: Yeah, no, it was, uh, it's good actually, it's um, a bit different, so we're uh, trying to obviously get on top of the aero side because um, it's a different balance, so that was the whole morning doing that and now we uh, sort of eva- evaluate our next program, but um, yeah, really cool to see two FGXs on track and um, yeah, it's just good to see, you know, it's good to be involved in the next generation and so far it feels pretty good. What's it? Uh, are you
0: running similar programs you and Chaz, or are you running different directions to try and cover more ground?
1: Oh, we, we try different things, but um, you know the, the problem with this sport is that all they do is cut tires, and you're rolling out on 200 kilometer tires, and you know when you're trying to do testing. So um, it's great for for cost, but not always the best for um, you know for actually going around. So um, who knows what people have got on and stuff, but we're just trying to tune the car, and he'll try and tune his car, and. Uh, end of the day I guess at the shootout you have to run one set and they'll give you one other set throughout the year and you get two sets of greens and we'll um, obviously see when everyone's equal tomorrow but um, yeah just getting through the programs.
0: Now of course uh, as a race car driver you get to do a couple of pretty cool things race cars being one but what about this launch on the uh, HMAS Canberra and launching a brand new car brand new season.
1: Yeah it was uh, it was cool you know we've got a, a good link with, um, with the Navy so team Navy so uh, you know to go on the ship and Come out, and uh, we're told sort of not to do too many burnouts and stuff. And then, 20, 22-year-old Chaz just lights them up. So, um, yeah, it was good. Good to do that, and uh, you know, it, it's nice to launch a new car in style. And Sydney in the backdrop—it was, uh, yeah, pretty cool way to do it. Hopefully, it's as fast as it looks. Yeah, it, it looks good, and um, so far it feels different. So, if it felt the same, you'd be scratching your head. So. Um, you know if you were as quick as you could go on lap one you'd be worried so um it looks good feels good it's got good tunability. so um yeah we'll see see how it goes you know, all the best thanks mate
0: tim edwards is the head of Prodrive racing australia and he talked about the work that was done over the christmas period to get the car ready to go on the track at the test day in mid-february
2: nightmare absolute nightmare so we had eight weeks between the last race and this test, and we tried to sneak in a couple of weeks Christmas break, but we also did a, an aero test ourselves down at the proving ground. We did a week of aero testing of our supercars, and only three weeks ago we got the sign off on on what we could um what we could race this year. So that that meant the last three weeks from a production point of view have just been intense. So first bumper went on the car um, production bumper at 11 o'clock on Wednesday of this week, and by 5 o'clock it was going in the truck. So you know, we're counting the seconds really for those eight weeks. Working
0: back from when the decision was made to go with the FGX, what sort of timeline have you been on for the com- complete production of this car? Well,
2: the, well, the, the whole program's taken eight months. So, uh, so that's what you know. The, and really, the first four months were were design. You know, doing CFD work, changing it, testing it again, back and forth. You know, obviously all in simulation so um you know that was probably the lengthiest part of the whole thing and that and obviously the the manufacturing guys are, are the ones that kind of get the small window at the end to actually make the stuff so it's um yeah eight months is the total project time um since we kicked it off but uh yeah it's been a very intense last month
0: and of course another thing that you were also managing throughout this whole christmas period was a branding change pro-drive racing australia
2: well, it's not so much a branding change, we've just dropped our trading name. I mean, the business has always been ProDrive Racing Australia from, from its inception. So it was really just dropping the trading name. Um, that actually started a year ago. I mean, if you went to our factory 12 months ago, you would have seen ProDrive Racing Australia adorning a lot of the walls around there. So um, that's that's really hasn't impacted us. I mean, the bigger thing over the last, from a sort of a commercial point of view, over this same period has been new liveries and all that sort of stuff, you know, new sponsors. Um, Resticker and trucks, you know, taking a blue truck and turning it black on one side, and yeah, so it's it's been a lot going on um, from that side as well.
0: And of course, uh, a lot of people don't realise, but you have to really, for merchandise and all those points of view, you have to have that locked in by about the time you go to Darwin.
2: Oh, look, I mean, our, we, our orders were all signed off in September last year for the for manufacturing, which means you know, in in June, July is when you're doing the concept stuff. Um, and then you're, you're getting sign-off from sponsors throughout September um, to actually push the button and make the stuff. So you know, it's all floating across the water at the moment, so it's even not here at the moment. I think the two drivers have got one shirt each and nobody else has got any, um, certainly top halves. We've got some new pants and things like that. They're locally made. But uh, yeah, it's, um, that in itself is a huge logistical nightmare, but that'll all be here in time for Adelaide. And of course Adelaide, uh, another month or
0: so away, I think. Wish three, yeah, weeks. three weeks away. Okay, what what do we take from the test now, and how much more development work can you do in workshops over that three week period when you get all the data back from this weekend?
2: Well, there'll be two things about it. First of all, we've got to make spares because we have no spares for the FGX at the moment in terms of body work, so that obviously that's all happening as we speak. Um, and look, there's a few little things that we're not quite happy with on the car at the moment um, that'll be modified in time for Adelaide. You know, as with any new model, there's always you know body moves on track and things are different and so um, yeah so we've learned a little bit there and we'll, um, it'll all be sorted by Adelaide. And of course for a little while you're going to be running both specs of cars across the four garages. Only for a little while I mean barring accidents um, as we uh, you know we should you know by the end of March hopefully all the cars will be FGX so, and obviously that's just subject to, to, to crash damage.
0: I think they, they did bring in a rule that you can't revert back once you've made the move up.
2: Uh, yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, once you're racing an FGX, you know, you don't want to be going back to FG. So, you know, when we change the cars over, we've got to make sure we've got sufficient spares for them. But, you know, it pretty much takes a week to make a front bumper bar by the time you make it, trim it, paint it, sticker it. Um, so do the maths. <laughs> Three weeks between now and Adelaide, that tells you how many spares we're going to have. Well, we hope it all goes smoothly between now and then. All right, thanks, mate.
0: Another car that had a lot of work done to it is Rick Kelly's Nissan Altima. But Kelly also is mindful of the changes that were done to the car and to his team. He's got a new crew chief this weekend and he's looking forward to the new challenges that it presents.
3: Oh, it's great having someone with new um, ideas and a new perspective. I like that. I like being out of my comfort zone. I've been in the category for a while and you know, you, you just can't get too comfortable. So for me, we're out of our comfort zone a little bit and learning each other and and battling away, and that's good, I don't want to be comfortable, I want to be out of my comfort zone and learning new stuff, and we are, so it's good.
0: Were you able to get through a, much of the development work on the engine that you were hoping to do to see it this weekend? Uh,
3: from what I believe, the engine in our car is the same as what we finished um, last year, so we're just working with the other development items that we've gone through, so I think, there's a few different development items in there, in, in amongst the four cars, but for us at the moment, we've got enough to focus on with a new engineer, data engineer, and um, you know, some of the other bits and pieces on our car. Yeah.
0: In the scheme of things, what does it mean to be top of the timesheet the first time all the cars are on the track?
3: I love it. I wish it was the end of the year and it looked like that, but um, there's no mistake. We've got a lot of work to do still. I know when we bolt greens on, it'll have an imbalance for us that we've seen last year, and we need to work on that. So although that's good, it is older tyres, so it's great our pace is up there on older tyres, but we'll need to work on our green tyre pace still. So that's um, that's a plan for t- you the Sarvo on tomorrow.
0: That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now.